William Ellery Channing and Matilda Sharp's Girls' School by Richard Crawford. Matilda Sharp was a member of the congregation of the Unitarian Chapel on Newington Green. She was also the founder of Channing School for Girls in Highgate in 1885. She named the school after William Ellery Channing, a New England Unitarian preacher whose writings on education had inspired her. Channing had what we would call today progressive ideas on education. He firmly believed that education should involve more than just the delivery of factual knowledge to children. He wrote in 1837 that, to educate a man is to unfold his faculties, to give him the free and full use of his powers. Unfortunately, he assumed that students would be male, which shows he was a man of his times. More importantly, he also assumed that when a child enters school, they already possess a range of propensities and that the job of education was to help the child develop them to their fullest potential. Rather than pouring knowledge into a child, education should draw out the child's potential. William Ellery Channing developed a model school curriculum that would enable children to develop their potential in all different directions. It contained six areas of study. One, teaching sound judgment based on evidence, not opinion. He hoped this would kindle a thirst for knowledge about facts, presumably. Two, teaching the known facts about the world through the physical sciences. This would help the students understand the material facts that continuously pass by his eyes. As a result, they would also begin to understand themselves and the world around them as knowable phenomena. Three, to train the conscience and to instill a high moral aim. This meant showing the student their true relation to God and their fellow beings. Channing believed that the idea of perfection was the highest moral aim. Four, to train the student to be a good citizen by making them acquainted with our history, government, and laws. Five, to cultivate the imagination and taste of the student through the enjoyment of art and literature. Six, to cultivate the student's powers of expression to enable them to articulate their thoughts with clearness and strength. Channing thought that this would enable the student to exert a moral influence over his fellow creatures in later life and bring about a better society. From this curriculum of studies, it is clear that William Ellery Channing put as much store on the spiritual development of students as on their academic achievements. This idea, surprisingly perhaps in a school with high academic standards, has been retained and valued by generations of staff and students at Channing School. A century after the founding of the school, Mary Saunders, head teacher from 1964 to 1978, quoted William Ellery Channing in her brief history of Channing School. Whence comes this tendency in human thought towards the perfect, if man be not born for a progress which can never end? Her repeated references to Channing's ideas throughout the pages of her history shows how powerfully the Unitarian preacher's ideas had influenced the ethos of the school. 
the difficulty of combining an academic approach to education with a child-centered approach can often seem impossible, but William Ellery Channing found a way to bring them together in his idea of perfection, a goal that applied equally to moral as to intellectual development. For Channing, perfection was to be found in a person's relationship with God and with other people. In his eyes, children needed guidance to achieve perfection in both these areas of their lives, and although they would probably never attain it, they could always try to make progress on the path to perfection. Matilda Sharp gave the school its motto, Connabore, which translates as, I shall try, and Mary Saunders' centenary volume was entitled, A Progress, echoing William Ellery Channing's idea that everyone should strive to make progress towards perfection. It is as true today as it was in the late 19th century that qualifications can help you get on in life, but to enjoy a productive and successful life after school required a set of strong moral values. Channing once described the wider world as the great school of life. A person had to be well prepared to enjoy the benefits it had to offer. The school's ethos was concisely stated by Michael Thornycroft, the Chair of Governors, in 1985, that girls should be educated to make their lives as rich and useful as possible, that there should be no false or artificial barriers to freedom of thought, that excellence should be the aim in everything we do. This sentence neatly summarises Channing's belief that children should be educated to enjoy life's advantages, whilst retaining individual judgment and critical rationality within a strong moral framework. William Ellery Channing upheld the importance of human reason. As early as 1819, he had formulated his own Unitarian beliefs in a pamphlet entitled Unitarian Christianity, in which he had promoted the importance of reason within the Christian humanist tradition. His ideal of joining intellectual development together with moral values still underpins the school's ethos. A recent publication stated that Channing School's essential tradition was to nurture the talents of individual pupils in all directions. This broad educational vision encompasses, within the context of a successful contemporary girls' school, the intellectual, moral and aesthetic aspects of William Ellery Channing's Unitarian Curriculum of 1837. It was because Matilda Sharp grasped the importance of motivating children to try to make progress towards an ideal of perfection that the school she founded on Channing's educational philosophy took root in Highgate and continues to thrive. <laughs> 